2: Dream Queen, a podcast about scary
3: movies. From people not typically depicted in scary movies. Hi, Drea. Good to see Hi, you again. Babe.
2: Yeah, yes. It is always such a pleasure to see you, my love.
3: Um, I know. Look at me.
2: <laughs> oh, bitch. Get out of here. It,
3: Couldn't even get five seconds into no. it. <laughs> uh, before
2: I forget, we wanted to give a shout out to Jess Joho and Mashable for the Top 10 horror podcast shout out we really appreciate it and love any attention like if if you're liking what we're doing you know we have so much more to bring and and more to come i should say
3: (laughs) yeah you put the emphasis on that come a little hard i gotta say
2: (laughs) Uh, uh, you're the only one picked up on that you horny bitch
3: (laughs) (laughs) listen it's hard out here for (laughs) the single people in quarantine because like i was just a regular slut and now i'm like Slide down banisters and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get any splinters, baby. <laughs> I know. What are you watching? What are you reading? What are you listening to? What's going on? What's happening in, in, in Dreville? Um, so
2: this week, and I'm watching I'll Be Gone in the Dark. I've been catching up on that. Well, I caught up on it finally. I wasn't sure like, if it was going to be too heavy. That's about the Michelle McNamara Golden State Killer uh, case that she, she broke the case. And, but also killed herself in the process because she exhausted herself and worked herself to death. Um, but yeah, that's dark enough. And then just to get into the stories and they have like first-hand accounts from the people that got attacked.
3: Ooh, you and, know, I can't do, do you know why I don't do true crime? I can't yeah. do true crime, but I, I started watching that. it because it's really good. And yeah. it was like about how imminently solvable the case was, but that yeah. like rich people did it
2: against people and yeah. And that
3: like rich people didn't want their property value to go down. Yep. So they, they, they were incentivized, not, to, not to the police were incentivized it. not to report it.
2: Yeah, so they just allowed a killer just to go around and do this for a long ass time. And all because was, of Reagan,
3: Don't, yeah. all because of Reagan too, because he was about to run for president and they didn't want this to taint his presidential bid. And I'm like, man, Republicans have been on some bullshit.
2: Oh yeah, for a hot minute. Um, and
3: rich people, you know what I mean?
2: Oh, I mean, they've been doing just the most bullshit. Um, what I, I also got from it, yeah, just the way, and these things again have not changed, just the way the cops didn't treat the women, you know, with respect, like they were people, you know, they were left to sit in those, like literally right after they were raped, they were made to sit there and just like take their fingerprints and take pictures half dressed. And if they tried to move or take, use the bathroom, they'd get yelled at and, cause they're messing up evidence. And it's just like, so you had no business dealing with these people whatsoever, you know, and that's why we're, we're where we are today and why we need people that are licensed and professional and dealing with trauma like that to come into situations like that. You know, those guys aren't equipped to do anything like that. And so they completely blundered that whole situation. And it is just, it is so sad how preventable it was, you know, like you said.
3: Yeah, and I mean, the, the thing is the killer had an MO, the killer, like they, they knew so much about his pattern they could have easily intervened at some point. It was just really frustrating. But yeah. like, I think, I, you know, I was also watching it and, and it's like how I'm, I'm really encouraged by the filmmakers because of how they're dealing with it, how, how the filmmakers are dealing with the information. They're dealing with Michelle, with Patton and the, the victims and the victims' families. Like, there was terrifying. that one lady who was like, I could never play piano again. hmm
2: Yeah, it took 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 that away from her. I mean, these people who just won't be able to function like completely for the rest of their lives. They're just forever damaged by that. It's damaging just to hear it. It's just like, oh, my God. And then, you know, Uh, but yeah, and again, he probably he also got away with it because he was white and and, and because he was a cop. And people just they didn't want to believe that, of course, a cop couldn't do this. a, A white man couldn't do this, you know, so he probably just walked by people. They'd like Right after killing somebody and people just didn't pay attention to him because they didn't expect that to be the criminal. You know, just
3: ridiculous.
2: Would but, you recommend
3: the series?
2: Oh, yeah. If you can handle it. But, you know, this is... If you don't want to take on something kind of heavy, I don't suggest it. But if you can, then it's well done. And I, I do highly recommend it. But Can I assume if you're kind of watching and part?
3: listening to us, you like scary shit, so... Yeah,
2: but it's a little heavier. This is real stuff. It's not our fun make-believe blood. It's real people's lives getting damaged, but it's it, like you said, it's handled in a really careful way. So I do recommend it. What have you been watching?
3: Okay, so I watched Demolition Man.
2: <laughs> I tried to watch do that I- uh, like a few weeks ago, and I could not. It, it was just so stupid.
3: <laughs> it's very stupid, but um, they like it's oddly relevant to our yeah. time because oh, exactly. they're living in a socially distanced society because of disease. Yeah. Like they never touch each other, they never shake hands, they don't have sex, they have sex through machines and it's like, oh, it's hit a little too close to home. That's not escapism anymore.
2: Yeah, I right, uh, right at the beginning of the pandemic there was a few articles about it about how relatable it is, but also like all just how ridiculous of a fucking film it is too. Is it good? I mean, Wesley Snipes and oh, Jesus, just everybody's just saying they got him saying the most ignorant shit in that movie. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just I, I, I was looking forward to getting back into it. I remember liking it as a kid. But yeah, it's I mean, the action's not enough to keep me going. But do you, what's that?
3: What's, what's Rocky's dude, what's his name again? Sylvester Stallone? Black-one, yeah. Or- Do you remember when it first came out? You might be too young. You might've been too young to remember. You're a little bit younger than me. I'm I'm kind of- I am, a I'm old. a lot
2: younger than you actually.
3: Um, it, But um, I remember when it first came out in theaters, there was a controversy because it showed Sylvester Stallone's dick. In what? Demolition, Even in the very beginning when he's getting thawed out. Oh yeah, just, you know, I think they out. like went
2: back and they covered it up or something. No. I, don't know, I remember going to the theater to go see the movie i was like five or six, i was five or six something like that but uh no i was older than that i was like i was like a seven or eight something like that um it wasn't i don't remember like it being a huge controversy but i do recall that there was some speak about it so it must have been a big deal back then
3: but if you google for all my whores out there you can see it you can see the unaltered footage and
2: he seems to be packing he seems to be packing even he's being deeped on and he's packing wow
3: yep uh well speaking of things that are hitting a little too close to home would you like to tell the viewers what we're going to be talking about today because it's disgusting
2: oh okay that's rude don't just like present it like that jesus um So, first up, we're going to be covering The Beach House, a new addition to Shudder, and that's directed by Jeffrey A. Brown, and then our Scream Queen of the Week is Miss Sinia Nenua uh, in The Girl with All the Gifts, and that's directed by Cole McCarthy. So, let's get started. Take it away. All right. So, this movie, The Beach House, just came out a couple weeks ago. Um... And it stars Liana Liber- Liberato, Noah LaGrosse, Jake Weber, Marianne Nagel, and that's it. So the premise is escaping to his family's beach house to reconnect. Emily and Randall find their off season trip interrupted by an older couple acquainted with Randall's estranged father. Unexpected bonds form as the couples let loose and enjoy the isolation, but it all takes an ominous turn as increasingly strange environmental phenomena begin to wrap their peaceful evening as the effects of an infection become evident Emily struggles to make sense of the contagion before it's too late so um yeah I I saw a trailer for this and I mean I was just was, you know some beach shit I'm like oh yeah I can do that beach horse shit there's some some kind of like dumpling looking aliens <laughs>
3: they look like wontons <laughs> That I will say I immediately ordered wontons after watching this movie.
2: <laughs> oh my god, you're ridiculous. Um freaking. Could you hear when my did you hear when I just got a text message right now? Yes, I did. Okay,
3: whatever. Anyway.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um
3: some of us uh, just put their phones on silent before recording. Just, you know,
2: um, excuse me, but it came to my <laughs> computer, so I'm going to need you to kiss my butt. Uh, that but actually anything.
3: doesn't happen on computers. So. Um,
2: oh, if you have a computer like I do, then you might, because my computer connects to my phone. I don't know if yours does
3: that, but mine does. So, no, yeah. no, I, I, I don't have uh, horror devices that uh, interact with each other. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Lord <of my> <laughs> um, um
3: i'm very liked, mad at you for making me watch this film i have to say i told you to cool. watch half the trailer
2: i just want to be clear okay i need my cousin to stop texting me right now messages um i wanted you to watch half the trailer because the trailer shows the whole fucking movie that is why i was like and i wish i hadn't seen you know what happens because they literally show you the whole fucking movie in the trailer so i was mm-hmm. just like i don't want to do this and as soon as i saw her step her foot in the pod thing i was like
3: i don't want to see that
2: i don't you know, want to see that. you know
3: you, you, it doesn't mean you're not wrong for this drea you're wrong no. for this for making me watch this shit see i was, avo- I, was avoiding, I was avoiding sea fever or whatever that shit was i was avoiding watching contagion i was like i don't want to watch no fucking disease shit. And then Joanne was like, oh, it's The Beach House. Only watch half the trailer. And so I did. I watched this whole, and I was just like, okay, there's that pandemic anxiety again. <laughs> Same, wait, it was waiting right for me the whole time. I got to say, um, this was disgusting, period.
2: Yeah. I mean, it, was, it wasn't like that. I, honestly, the, the it didn't like gross me out as much as I thought it. It wasn't like the fly, like gross. It was getting there but it didn't like it didn't give me that visceral like feel like I didn't like cringe per se like when she pulls that shit out of her foot it didn't bother me uh but it, yeah I, well I that's
3: you're disturbed though I understand why it wouldn't bother you <laughs> <laughs>
2: And again, you ordered wontons after you saw this damn movie. So I mean,
3: just because I'm grossed out, don't mean the bitch can't be hungry. Shit. <laughs>
2: hey, I I did not have an appetite for that, uh, and actually, for I waited a week to order some. Thank you very much. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, I so so like these two couples are basically like kind of they're both on the way out as couples, mm-hmm. you know, like because fucking what's his name, uh, uh, Randall, Randallian mm-hmm. shit. Randall Um, tells
2: her to drop out of grad school or whatever. Let's just be on vacation forever. Because he's like a white
3: dude with no ambition and like Uh nothing has ever been hard for him. Uh And so like you can tell that she's getting a little fed up with his shit, uh, Emily is. And then with um, Mitch and Jane, I think, um, they're, Mm -hmm. she's like about to kick it, right? Mm -hmm. She's about to kick the bucket.
2: You see that, well, yeah, I, I first took it as though she was just extremely depressed, but yeah, she was gonna die, because she had, it was all those meds were hers. So, uh, that's what was going on
3: there, for sure. Unless she was just doing them for fun, but I don't know her life like that. And um, but
2: then when homegirl home was, like, uh, when he offered them edibles, and she's like, I don't know if she should have any. I'm like, bitch! Like, why not? If if, if, she's, if you assume that she's on, or having some issues, like, let let her have her moment. Like... <laughs>
3: Honestly, like, how many motherfucking opioids is she on right now? You know what I mean? Like, I think she can handle an edible. Uh And so when they do, so so they're trying to connect over dinner, and they're popping some bottles, like, doing these edibles, and that's when they start to notice that some shit is, like, covering the whole beach. Like, some, like, blue fuzzy shit. and It's, like, bioluminescent. So it's, like, something that came up from the ocean.
2: Very reminiscent of, it's, like, the mist meets color out of space.
3: And a little bit of annihilation in there.
2: Yeah exactly and um so yeah they they think that it's the drugs that are affecting them but one by well first of all jane her dumbass goes she wants to explore it so of course the bitch has to go touch it like
3: mm-hmm. who told you mm-hmm. to do that you could just because not. see white ladies can't leave anything alone Mm-mm. no Mm-mm. They can't. she had to go up and touch that shit. well yes, she did. get burned by the fire bitch, the like, guess what <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh shit um but yeah they they all pass out and then they all wake up on the beach um or kind of just like they wake up in random places but home girl um what's her name emily emily Yeah. yeah she wakes up on the beach trying to like kind of figure out what what the fuck's going on and her, was her boyfriend in the house or was he on the beach with her? I'm trying to remember. He was
3: just like, like he was basically like face down in the living room. Like yeah. he he could not hold his edibles and liquor. Like that dude was just like fucking sleep. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then who's the? He's the first to get attacked by the wife, right? No, no, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. He goes in because he's not feeling. And then and then the husband makes his weird fucking speech and then walks into the ocean and disappears. And then. And then he, she goes back in the house and her, boy, her man had just gotten attacked by a homegirl because she's gotten infected. And now she's got to lag his ass around for the rest of the movie. But before uh-huh. that she steps in a pod. Uh, it's a gyoza. <laughs>
3: it looks like fucking gear.
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: I think it was the pork mince <laughs> A bit of a green onion.
2: Yeah, I can see uh-huh. that. <laughs> um, and Yeah, so she steps in some weird ooze, gets in her foot and something immediately, like, it's like there's like a baby in her foot. And then she's like hobbling all the whole time.
3: I um, will say it was a it was a prime bit of comedy, watching her hobble around. I know fall <laughs> all over the place. I was like, this is suddenly like I love Lucy for some reason. <laughs> but
2: it's also relatable because you were the hobbling queen for a little
3: bit there. Listen, I can't have two sex injuries and not be known as the bitch who hobbles. Okay. Hey.
2: The fact that you have, I have not one, but two sex injuries, yeah. bitch.
3: <laughs> See, if this was the res, y'all would be calling me some ignorant shit like limpy because <laughs> a bitch limp
2: <laughs> <laughs> you were already hating on yourself and so down on yourself I could not give you no damn nickname I mean <laughs> you don't know what I called you behind your back but I would never say it to your face because I <laughs> okay I'm gonna have
3: to go through what, what are the um the group chats that I'm not on I'm gonna have to interrogate all of our friends They're like what ignorant <laughs> ass name was Dre call me when I have my second <laughs> um
2: can't be more than limpy but anyway. Did
3: you, uh, so the idea, so so this was a little on the nose. I thought, I, I liked the movie as a whole, even though it was gross. I love what, what filmmakers on a budget have to do.
0: Mm-hmm. And that
3: they have to be like very inventive. And so I found the suspense element of it. And like, and, and keeping the camera close in on the actors meant that they had a lot to do emotionally and work-wise that I thought was like effective. But in terms of story, so Emily, is like getting her master's or some graduate degree. In
2: something. Uh, what is
3: it? She's I studying extremophiles, like like animals that exist in like very extreme environments. So like in thermal mm-hmm. vents, in like the trenches of the ocean. And yeah. so that's what we open up with. Like our opening shots are like of these trenches. And like, I used to, I, I love that shit. I used to like read about that shit all the time because there's so many, because for the longest time we just assumed that people um get got energy from the sun mm-hmm. you know and but like uh there was a and, and that we metabolize like food and that that's that's the way that was the way that life is life but finding extremophiles in the trenches meant that they that um some species could convert sulfur into you know into into the light that they needed and so um but having her study these creatures and that is what, what they're telling us basically in the film is that those creatures have like floated to the surface and are like about to, you know, destroy the whole world. So I felt like that her, her obsession and like the, the way that the movie turned out, like I felt that to be a little bit on the nose.
2: Oh yeah, There's, you know? there was a few, I mean it's, it's solid and you know, I got the premise, I got the story and I felt it was effective, but I've seen it before in, in a lot of ways. The thing that kept it original was there was there was a few elements it was mostly like the 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 way things were shot keep kept it really because it wasn't like a fast-paced movie per se it it had like a slow vibe to it that I actually appreciated it it didn't take me out of it it just it was it was meant to like be like a thought piece like you know there's supposed to be a deeper message here what's the moral to the story and she has to learn how to just kind of take take you know accept her reality in a sense and uh, I, I
3: thought that was probably like I I wasn't expecting I didn't I mean you know like we've seen movies like this before and you expect like, they get to the safe place or they just die you know and um having her to, at the end just kind of accept her new reality and not try to fight it anymore and to be like i'm i'm changing like yeah. i'm evolving i'm i'm being something different and I, you know she was just like calm or she, what did you say calm down or
2: uh, yeah something like calm down calm down or just you know just because he he says the words to her at the very beginning uh you know he's like trying to tell her to get out of grad school and then he goes you know just you just need to learn how to chill out or whatever but she repeats those words at the end and and i thought that in itself was that ending was you know a little unexpected and i was like i i dug that um i don't think it went far and far enough but i i did like how they wrapped it up
3: and so there, there's this idea that this contagion or this pathogen has at least overtaken the world of the film that we've seen. So like this little beach town. But first of all, when they showed up, no one, nobody in those beach houses. There's nobody around. I was like, the fuck are you trying to, don't you know? If this was us, it would have been like, you know what? I think I'm just gonna turn around. Mm, I don't need to be in this scary old isolated beach shit. Um, But then we get the the sort of uh, George Romero-esque radios broadcasts that are talking mm-hmm. about how this thing is like spreading so so this is engulfing the whole world this is like an extinction level event basically
2: yes yeah i um uh, yeah that didn't like blow my mind or anything i again but i just i liked the the practical effects i i really like the practical effects and it wasn't it, it was gross like the blob too more than it was gross like 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 i said like fly and I don't know if you've seen the blob too, but it I I like the blob too. It's pretty like fucked up, and but um the the it, it's just clever how they were able to to make something. I don't I don't know how they make that shit, but I'm always impressed by it. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I mean,
3: and it like imagine that's like somebody's job to like build this shit to make this shit look real without using. Uh, uh, uh cgi and shit like that i i appreciated the world i appreciated the the filmmakers decisions i appreciated the practical effects and i thought too it did an, it, it it nicely i don't think it was too heavy-handed in its subtext because i think it's about class i think it's about like like the fear that rich people have that like the rest of like that they're going to get encroached upon, you know, like this fear that white people in America have that like America is getting browner, you know, and that feeling of like maybe getting taken over by something. And in this case, like it's a literal pathogen, um, but in in our world the pathogen is racism, right? And and I think it's about class because this is a beach house, right? And so that immediately says something about the class of the people in the film because I, like you know you have to have a certain you have to be of a certain uh, a class to be able to have a beach house you know it's so booge um, and when they
2: get to that beach house what's there they go in there and they proceed to talk shit about the beach house and how it's not you know up to standard and how dirty it is and it was looking kind of rough
3: but the, it was a little you rugged a beach you know house. it was a little rugged but you got a beach yeah. house you know what i mean? House. Right. And like, and as a place of like, and this is what I love about scary movies, when they can take some place that's like, um, like that is comfort, you know, that's like idyllic and comfortable and just sort of like fuck that up. You know, it's like with the doll, you know, that's supposed to be a symbol of comfort for a child, but to turn that into a, a murderer, you know, like, it, so I think it did that um, effectively in this. And, and it's just like, you know, I don't know if it's like necessarily class, like white people, but it is like. I, I, I enjoyed and I didn't think it was too heavy handed that I feel like that's what the subtext was.
2: Okay, yeah. You know, I, as you say it, I make, I could buy that. I could buy that. And yeah, it was, that wasn't like overly stated. That, that that thing that she's running away from. Um, yeah, it, it didn't seem like an ominous ending. It seemed like, it seemed hopeful actually to me. Um, she, cause she gave into it, it, didn't. she, she was ready. She's like, okay, let's just do this, fuck it, mm-hmm. all right? And you know, yeah. here we go.
3: And also, I'm all for the natural world coming and wiping us out, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, 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 we, we, we really had a run of it. We really fucked this place up. So by all means, come and get your revenge. I mean, it's kind of doing it right now.
2: I say get your revenge against those who deserve it. I, I'm not done <laughs> yet. I'm not done yet, so. You know, get on SpaceX and get the fuck out of here, that's why. <laughs> Anything else you want to say
3: about the film? Um, I will not be watching any other disease movies in the quarantine. So you can take Contagion and Sea Fever and whatever else you're going to try to thrust upon me out of this motherfucking equation, okay? Okay. (laughs) I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I didn't even know I was going to.
2: Listen, just get over it, all right? It was fun. You loved it. And I love you. Uh,
3: this man is, this is assault <laughs> <laughs> well
2: um well this is loki you said assault and i it made me think of SBU. <laughs> but a, a stabler's got a show <laughs> coming out come after Benson and stabler got back-to-back law it's uh, law and under SBU organized crime and that's stabler's show now it's gonna have but to- um
3: one of those dudes one of the dudes one of the producers got kicked off the project oh yeah
2: because he, was- he posted
3: like some proud boy shit and he was like about to get these
2: protesters, and I was like- people got kicked out because they were like Trump supporters.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But whatever, I want me
2: some Chris Maloney back on TV. You
3: know, he will. Yeah, I think he's probably
2: 6'2". You're probably right. I think you're probably right. I was just gonna be- He gives me 6'2 vibes. I was gonna question you, uh, but I think you're right. We We already know your hidden talent. But you were meant you were actually world, put on this earth. Yeah, you were actually put on earth. <laughs> You're supposed to work as a carny guessing people's <laughs> heights.
3: <laughs> you know, I'm just going to leave this Zoom on talk to you later, you rude ass <laughs> baby. <laughs> <laughs> all right, act two. A screen queen of the week is none other than senia Nenua as Melanie and the girl with all the gifts. Uh, directed by Carl McCarthy, starring Senia, starring Glenn Close, um, in a role that hit kind of close to home for me, because at the time, I was suffering from my laceration, my second sex injury of last year. Uh, And there's this part where she gets blood poisoning, and I convinced myself that I had blood poisoning, and it was very hard to masturbate that week. Anyway, and then Patty Constantine, who Dre loves. Uh, So the, the thrust of this movie is that Uh, One of several children immune to a mutated fungal disease. Again, what is with you this week? That has... er Actually, I chose this one. This 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 is
0: on me. This is on me.
3: This is on me. me. Uh, So one of several children immune to a mutated fungal disease that has eradicated free will and turned the rest of humanity into cannibalistic zombies. A gifted young girl escapes the safety of a special school and helps guide mankind's survival. Oh, and also... um, Okay, so, you know, as, um, as the horde is like breaking into the compound and like the children are escaping and all that kind of stuff, um, you know, the black female soldier is, uh, she plays, she's in um, The Expanse.
2: I, I don't think I saw
3: it. Well, it's on Amazon, four seasons, it's very good.
2: I've heard of it, yeah. I, okay, I'll put it on my list. It's too many damn shows, but okay.
3: Um, so, yeah, Melanie, she's, like, the zombie girl. The thing I love, the one, we, we talked about doing her on a previous season, and, and what I really love about this character and this performance is that, once again, I think the ending was really unexpected for me. Um, and she, the actress, has to do so much here. Mm-hmm. Because, because, like, the nature of the zombies is that, like, um, if they smell humans, they just kind of lose control. But these second generation, these kids who, who were not directly infected, but who were born as like these zombie creatures, um, they actually have thought and free will. Like they can, they're, they're thinking zombies, right? But once they smell a human, instinctually they just try to eat it. So the people have this gel that they put on, this kind of like sunscreen ass shit that uh, they can put on so that the zombies can't smell them anymore. And so as long as they can't smell them, they're fine and Mrs. Justino and all them could like teach these kids but there's a there's a moment when um Mrs. O is putting Melanie back in her cell, and the gel is like wearing off and very slowly over over Senia's face you see that bloodlust kind of come to her like in in a and it's so subtle until it's not and she's just like you have to get out of here because I'm gonna get bitey bitch I'm gonna bite your ass so like I thought she did a wonderful, she had a wonderful performance. That was 12 years old.
2: 12 years old is her first role. Like the fact that she could convey that so effectively. I mean, the the poster is what I always remember about this movie. Like I always saw the poster and it took me a minute to watch it, Um, but her eyes, her eyes just draw you in. And that's what tells the story. And um, what I got from the film was, you know, she they're studying her and the other child hungries and trying to figure them out, but she's really learning them. And by the end, you know, she figures them out. Um, And you know, my favorite kind of moment was just like, you know, Glenn Close, you know, thought she was saving the future. But, you know, Sinia's like, bitch, I am the future. Like, I'm, I'm here. Like, why are you trying to distinguish me? What the fuck?
3: (laughs) Yeah, when she, at the end, uh, because like, there's this, like, this spore tower, basically, that like, if um, under extreme heat these like spores uh, uh burst open and that's basically what caused the fungal infection and there's this huge tower one and she sets that shit on fire and like infects the whole world like that's that's a wrap for humanity after that i feel like mrs justin was like the only human left you know
2: she was i mean patty was worth shit too but you know he did all he could do and he fought the good fight and at least she gave him like a legit death like she didn't let him you know suffer and Miss uh, know, she was supposed to be—that she was doing exactly what she's supposed to do. You know, she she's safe from getting harmed, but she can, you know, help them stay in line until they don't need her help anymore. And then she served her purpose. That's the end.
3: Yeah, and then there's like a lot of there. Once we get out of the compound and we're basically with the small group of survivors that are like trying to flee. Um, what i thought what i thought was really inventive and it was a good adaptation from the book because the, it could have easily been bloated and and, and 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 boring because um in doing an adaptation of a book you have to really take one slice of it you can't adapt the whole okay. thing so we didn't unless you're going to do they, it
2: how did they get there it was just we start at the compound instead of the story how they got to the compound and all this they it it was very effective yeah
3: yeah and um when we start to learn at the nature of these children that they've actually crawled out of their mothers wombs
2: mm-hmm. yeah they busted out. yeah and they ate their mothers or whatever yeah. <laughs> crawled out and ate their mothers
3: yeah and so that, that we learn that there are another group of children feral children who like never got taken to the compound and never were put in school and so now we have like so and and they're you know they want to come kill these humans or whatever and 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 Melanie was like I'm gonna take out your number one like this is prison <laughs> and then she becomes like like the kind of leader of the feral children
2: yeah and she's I mean and she proved her her wherewithal and just her place in that world and we, when she def- uh, defended everybody when she beat the shit out of that kid with the bat and that was. I'm like okay.
3: <laughs> I, okay. you know, she I didn't know little, little mama had it in her, but she definitely, you know, brained that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's I always I like I heard of what you said.
2: <laughs> you like muttered, you she know brain that bitch?" <laughs> <laughs> I guess that she, that bitch got brained. That was yep. it was woo. Like you were up on the wrong person.
3: But also, like, the, per- I, I feel like if this was a traditional story, especially a zombie story, you know, we've got a race for the cure. Um, Glenn Close would be the hero of the movie, you know? If this was a, a traditional, you know, and, 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 and because, like, she's doing what's best for humanity, but, like, she straight up wants to fucking uh, dissect little Melanie. Yeah. To try to time. figure out...
2: The whole fucking time, she's like, well, maybe, maybe I don't have to. It's like, bitch, like... <laughs> Fuck like asked you like it's just the fact that she's struggling with, with the good if she's a good person or not or the decency in her if she can save this child it's just who the fuck told you like you're the end all be all you know like she she let it go to her head you know that because she has uh, some book knowledge and you know a little foresight on something but she's not open to other people's input and listening to. You know, it, it's still a person in front of you, regardless if that person's different than you, you know?
3: And it's a child. Yeah. You
2: just, t- you're just scared of that child,
3: you know? I mean, and a black child. Like, and a black. this child. is another old ass Karen, just like getting her, you know? Well,
2: that's, of course, that rang true to me throughout this film. You know, they're putting a black child and, you know, trying to put her in her place this whole time. She's being kept in a cage and, you know, and, but she, you know it's just it doesn't break her spirit you know and she rem- she rem- remains you know just just completely um she's just honest and her eyes all, even when she's enraged her eyes it's it's all like passion and the way she talks to people and you know she really likes miss is it justina i can't, I can't remember yeah. yeah yeah you know like she loves that woman you know and and she grows to learn other, and to and to give people time, even though those same people were at one point wanted to kill her. Some of them come around and they get to understand just how much she has to teach them. So yeah. you know, it really did strike a chord with me that the the race, racial issue in it.
3: So Sunny Nenua, your screen queen this week. Love you, baby. Can't wait to see you again.
2: Catch us next week, same time, same place. We'll be talking about a Brazilian lesbian interracial werewolf film called Good Manners. Came out just a few years ago. And our Scream Queen of the Week is Miss Carmen Ogojo from The Purge Anarchy.
3: Yes, let's do this shit. Scream Queen is produced by Alexandra De Palma and Domino Sound.
2: With theme music by Doc Allison.
3: I am Tommy Teebs Pico, and you can't find me on social media anymore because I deleted that shit for a little while.
2: Mm, he'll be back. Um, <laughs> I am Drea Astey, Ready, Washington. You can find me on the gram at Hey Girl Hey, that's H E Y G R L H E Y. And you can find us on Instagram at Scream Queen
3: Podcast. And online at ScreamQueenPodcast.com.
2: Send us some love notes at uh, screamqueen@gmail, gmail. Uh, so that's s-c-r-e-e-e-m queen at gmail.com screamqueen at gmail.com
3: And in the scary movie of your life.
2: You better. Scream! Scream,
3: queen! Yeah. Queen!
2: <laughs> also, please stay safe, everyone. We hope everybody is you know, mentally keeping it together and if you're not you know please find somebody to reach out to we hope we're a good outlet for you all and you know let's just keep praying for one another and you know just stay strong
3: and wear a goddamn mask
2: wear a motherfucking mask jesus come on now you we can don't do have to tell our
3: audience that i hope we don't <laughs> no our audience know our audience know <laughs> they know they smart <laughs>